the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. all week and uh, I, I love doing this uh, one day's work. Uh, Dave uh, that is a I don't way know how too much work, I way don't. too much work. Yeah. And uh, and I just uh, I'm I'm not I'm not I didn't know your name yet. was Jim. I thought it was not Dave. <laughs> yeah. I am not Dave. There you not go. Dave. I yeah. I have Dave. to produce 3 shows a week. Yeah. And he has to produce 5 Three hour shows yeah, a week. Crazy. Yeah. That's Mine are crazy. three one hour shows. Yeah. No, Jim, I don't get it. Jim Richards is our engineer. Yeah. Uh, it's just fill in day all the way around. Uh, Richards is filling in for Craig Hill. I'm filling in for Dave. And uh, we're going to have a good time. Um, it was 1989 at uh, in the basement of the old French hospital building in, uh, in San Luis Obispo down on Marsh Street. And uh, I was a brand new talk show host. I'd been a DJ and a, a news announcer for years, yeah. and the and you uh, sounded way too new, by the way. And the manager of the, of the <laughs> station said uh, Betsy Nash was on in the morning, and they said we you know we want a talk show in the afternoon, and uh, so here uh, here's two or three hours worth, and. Um, all of a sudden, I had to fill three hours every day, five days a week. I had to fill 15 hours worth of, worth of content. And uh, I don't know if – I don't think I contact – I think you contacted me. I think Fred called me and said, hey, you know, basically you need some help. And, uh, and we, offered, we, had, we had a mutual friend in management at that station, I believe. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So at the time yeah. – Fred was uh, had a limo service. Yes, driving limos. Uh, you were involved in municipal government, I think. And was uh, I wasn't yet, but I was. Well, I was. A, I was a planning commissioner in Grover Beach. Ah, there you go. Went on to be a city council member. Yeah, okay, and uh, and so uh, he he came on the air, and every Wednesday uh, afternoon, Fred and I would talk about restaurants primarily, and and other activities. Making the, the most coast. of life on the coast. Oh, is that what we called it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's. <laughs> That's just awful. Why that's stuck in my brain, Making I don't the know. Most of life, life on the coast. Yeah, it's, it's it's a cognitive test, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and and one of our claims to fame was we made uh, Garland's hamburgers uh, in Grover Beach. Uh, we made them famous by talking about their onion rings. <laughs> and uh, somebody at the uh, Telegram Tribune. Uh-huh. Uh, back when it was a real newspaper, yeah. heard uh, and they had local reporters yes. heard us talking about their onion rings. Went and took pictures of and, and big story about Garland's onion, onion rings, rings. Uh, from that. So uh, so we we made them famous. We Those put, were great onion rings. They were. We put them. They on the were map. great because they were the least oily of any of the onion rings good. I've ever had. Yeah. And then uh, of course the the big story. I would I had come from Wyoming, uh, spending some time in Wyoming. I uh, love chicken fried steak. Fred, uh, 
Fred would he just derided me constantly about the chicken fried steak. You can't you can't tell me anyone eats that. And I told him no. You, I bu- I believed at the time that chicken fried steak was probably poison. Well, he invites me to his house. Yeah, he, he had a I think you had a wolf stove at the yes. time. Yeah, yeah. beautiful uh, beautiful Large wolf stove. stove yeah. Invites me there to the house to make chicken fried steak for uh, for my family and his. And for some reason. Instead of using flour to dredge the the, uh, the sirloin steak in, I used bisquick, and it was it was absolutely. We can't say what it was on public on, on on radio. We can't say how bad it tasted. It was horrible, and uh, so you probably still think chicken fried steak is is awful. Okay, but it's not. Okay. I'll give you this. Okay. Prior to that, uh-huh. I thought chicken fried steak was not edible. Not edible. That chicken fried steak was edible, but not overwhelmingly good. Yeah. However, I did some some personal research after that, looking for a decent chicken fried steak. Okay. And you found it? Sow's Ear in oh, Cambria yeah. okay. has great chicken fried steak. Now, I haven't been there for chicken fried steak in a very, very long time. Yeah. They still may be there making chicken fried steak. Wow. Sal's, I mean, that's, they're, they are known for some very eclectic, here we are talking food. Food. <laughs> very eclectic uh, and well and, and well prepared, unusual. We'll both be ready for dinner, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of unusual and eclectic, how do you like this for a segue? Fred now no longer does the limo thing. He no longer does the municipal government thing. Fred is a, a do you call yourself a travel concierge? No, actually, I'm oh. a tra- the, the, the operative word these days is travel advisor. Okay, travel advisor. Travel advisor, okay. yes. And uh, so when Dave asked me to do this program, I thought, I thought uh, gosh, I've got to have Fred back because, first of all, he, I can just turn the mic on and Fred will take take the program so I don't have to work real hard. And, Fast forward, uh, and, yes. And, okay. and, and second of all, uh, I, wanted, I wanted to look at just outrageous travel experiences. So that was the assignment I gave Fred. I said, if, you're, if you come on the program, I'd love to have you. Would you talk about outrageous travel destinations? Okay. And he's got some for us. Well, we're, we're going to start this from okay. the inside out. Yeah, okay. Because I have a a non-outrageous travel destination, uh. but an outrageous type of getting there that doesn't exist yet. Okay, wow. <laughs> okay, are, are so that's ready, that's his back that, that's his that backwards I think, okay. Give that to okay, me again. Okay. There is a way it's not about the destination, okay. it's about how to get there. Ah. And currently you can't do this. But it's a legitimately planned, hopefully starting by this summer, so way this, to do it. Is this one of these uh, round-the-world cruises no, or something? No, this, one, this one is very local. There is a company based in Los Angeles okay. called Dreamstar. 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 Okay. Dreamstar is in the process of acquiring older private rail cars, and they are putting together two trains. Okay. And they and they will be passenger service from downtown L.A. to downtown San Francisco, not Oakland like Amtrak oh, wow. does. They- well, we'll get to that part of the story. And the same thing in reverse. They are currently in negotiations with um, with Met with the Cal the um, Caltrain, uh-huh. which goes from 
Morgan Hill into downtown San Francisco. It it's does. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. a, a commuter train. At, yeah, it, it's currently going to the King Street Station out by the ballpark. Yeah, it's a commuter train. They're they're building a tunnel for that, and eventually that train will go, the commuter trains will go to, all the way to downtown San Francisco, more uh-huh. downtown. But Dreamstar is planning two trains and two trains only, and it's a legitimate it's a legitimate operation going on. Right. You'll leave about ten o'clock at night from L.A. to San Francisco, and the other train will go from about ten o'clock at night from San Francisco to L.A. It's an all hotel train, so it's all sleeping compartments. All sleeping compartments. Yeah, and they are indeed looking at this as a viable way for people to have an alternative transportation method that basically doesn't take up and kill your whole day. Well, and it's not the high, not high speed rail. No, in not the high speed. No, not high speed rail. Yeah. Huh. It will realistically probably be between about five and six hundred dollars a person, or, fi- or or per bedroom. Yeah, not bad. No, not bad for but, a one um, night. What's yeah. it, ten at ten at night until about about eight o'clock in the seven or eight o'clock in the morning. They'll get to the other end, okay. and then they'll flip the the train will go the other direction yeah. that, that night. Yeah. Huh. Dream Star. Wow. Now. I thought it was a far-fetched program when yeah. I first heard about it because I read an, in, in SFGate. I read an article about sure. it because I'm a follower of that newspaper out of the Bay Area. I said this is not going to happen, and then I started looking at stuff. One, their advisory board includes, among other things, the the former executive director of the Caltrain, okay, and. The executive director of Slowcog in San Luis Obispo County. Oh my! They're advisors to the project. Yeah. Because it won't just be an overnight from L.A. or San Francisco and going that way. If you want to get on it at about two o'clock in the morning in San Luis Obispo and sleep and then get off on the other end. Huh. Wow. A new train in California. Fun. We're going to take a break. We're talking with Fred Monroe about uh, outrageous vacations, cool, cool travel opportunities on Hometown Radio at News Talk uh, 920 KVEC and 96.5 FM. Back in a moment. Hi, this is Jason from the Motorrash Show. And whether you're having problems with your classic, modern, or somewhere in between car, we can talk about it Saturday mornings at 8. Right here on Newstalk 920 and FM 96.5 ABEC. Are you ready for an authentic Italian dining experience? Look no further than Cafe Roma. For over 40 years, the Rizzo family have been serving up delicious handmade pasta, locally sourced products, and fine local and Italian wines. Nestled in San Luis Obispo's historic railroad district, Cafe Roma is the perfect spot for a romantic dinner or a night out with friends. And don't worry about parking. It's free. Come and dine at this family-run gem and taste the passion and tradition in every bite. Visit Cafe Roma today. Smash and grab robberies are on the rise and retailers are leaving. Homeless people in the parks and on the sidewalks. Drug overdoses on the rise. It's not good. Electing a Tascadero mayor, Heather Moreno, to the Board of Supervisors is critical to our community. County Sheriff Ian Parkinson endorsed a single candidate for supervisor, Mayor Heather Moreno. The Atascadero Police Association Heather Moreno, the San Luis Obispo County Deputy Sheriff's Association. They also endorse just one candidate, Mayor Heather Moreno. The choice for safe streets and communities is clear. Heather Moreno for Supervisor. 
Oh, and who did the Atascadero Professional Firefighters support? One candidate, Heather Moreno. What do these public safety heroes see in Heather Moreno? A common sense leader who will work with them to keep our streets, parks, and neighborhoods safe. Heather Moreno for Supervisor. Paid by Heather Moreno for Supervisor 2024. Need help with your taxes for free? United Way of San Luis Obispo County will cover the cost of filing your federal and state tax returns. United Way's Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program has different levels of help depending on your income. For appointments or more information, call Elizabeth at 805-541-1234 or visit unitedwayslow.org slash taxes. This free service is offered through United Ways of California and United Way of San Luis Obispo County. This is Hometown Radio with Dave Congleton on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Now back to Dave. Fucking hell. Going to Wally World with uh, with Aunt somebody strapped to the top yeah. of the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my guess. And there's some more limousine stories. We don't want to go there. No, I, you know, well, you've never yeah. let me tell that story on the air. You've never let me tell that story, so I guess I won't. Uh, oh, you should have seen the look of fright on Fred's face there for a moment when he's, uh, he's not. I don't know if anybody involved in that incident is still probably, alive. Well, I know one it, person that's not, not alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're not going to go yes, there. <laughs> uh, Jim Siebert on Hometown Radio. I am trying real hard to get myself on the list of Dave uh, Congleton's uh, Never Ask Again to be a host. So I, <laughs> that's what I've done. No, actually, this is, uh, this is a fun thing. So Fred is, uh, has brought us some outrageous holiday or, or vacation Amazing. trips. Yeah. Um, you were telling me about uh, the Taj Mahal. I said, well, the Taj Mahal, I mean, I've never been there. I've never been to India. Well, I said, just cool. remember, I happen, I happen to have a piece, of, part of my information, and yeah. I happen to have a picture of the Taj, Taj Mahal. Okay. Really, the story is only remotely related to the Taj Mahal. When you when you talk to me about coming to do this with you again, yeah. and I, I mean, I get about 200 pieces of email a day, not related to clients, but related primarily to, to different travel opportunities or sure. things that come show up here or there. About two days after you emailed me and said you want to come in and play with me for an hour on this on Dave's show, I said sure, we'll we'll have a good time talking. I get this pe- this piece of email from a company called C- TCS. Okay. Um, TCS is a private jet charter company. Okay, say that again. TCS private jet Pri- charter private co- jet charter company. Okay. That has started doing private jet tours. Because one of the things we'll talk about a little later on in the program is an around-the-world cruise. Okay. TCS gives you an around-the-world cruise the easy way. On a jet. On a jet. Around-the-world flight. They are operating Airbus 321s. Okay. Decent airplane. One of them, yeah. Decent airplane. That only seats 52 passengers. Okay. So full commercial mode is about... Maybe about 100, about 180 to 190 it, okay, for that plane. I was going to say okay. right around 200. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So basically, it's 
think about it this way. If you're familiar with like Polaris business class on a United flight right. or something similar to that, the, the, the business class that's fully reclined full seats, yeah. that entire plane is set up that way. Wow. And actually this is, we, we can't make it to this. I suspect it's full by now, but this is actually a flight that starts on the 8th of March. Okay. okay. So this literally came into my inbox only about a week or so about ago. Two, about a month yeah. from now. But they do it all. They do this on a regular basis. It is around the world in 52 days. Around by private the jet. world in 52 days. 52 days. Okay. Starts in Miami. All right. Goes to Machu Picchu. Yeah. Easter Islands. Papiete Tahiti. The Great Barrier Reef, Angkor Wat in Cambodia. Wow. Then the Taj Mahal. Okay. Tanzania, the Serengeti Plains, Marrakesh, Morocco, and back to Miami. In 52 days. In 52 days. So those are the only places they stop? So they're going to be like a, a week in each place or something? Probably more like three or four days with with some other side trips involved, too. Okay. They're, they're, I didn't pull a full itinerary of every stop hour sure. by hour on the yeah. trip, but that's what they, they actually, most of them are about two days. Very cool. You want to put a price on it? Yeah, it's ticket price. Uh, 45 grand a piece. No, no, no. No. That, that, would that be the you, you haven't you haven't even priced a business class ticket for, uh, yeah, to New York true. for a while. Yeah, that's I mean. true. Yeah. Actually, business. By the way, business class out of um, San Luis Obispo. There's business class out of well, Slow. Well, you, you you get more of a of an old fashioned first class seat out of here, connecting with a business class larger jet. Okay. Um, whether it be United or um, American, depending on where you're flying, yeah. out of two. Rome right now is about $4,800 a person. Right? Uh, okay. Which is about four, almost four times as much as coach fare. Right yeah. Now. Okay, but no. So so my 45000 no way. No. Now, it's all inclusive. It, this includes gra- hotels and all stops, oh. uh, meals and all stops. This is like they, they want to – they're attempting to compete with – World cruise cruise ship stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people who don't want to spend that much time on the water, or don't some people don't like to sail. Yeah, um, some people would prefer not to, you know, tie up a good portion of at least half to two thirds of a year, and we'll get to that kind of idea later on. Right. But it's pretty much all inclusive. Okay. Hundred hundred forty grand. Actually, you were you were now now you're going over it. It's okay. Okay. It's basically one hundred twenty six thousand. One hundred twenty six thousand dollars. Per person, no more than 50, 52 days, and I believe fifty-two people. Huh. And actually, the the people count may be slightly off. Yeah. It's so that's like, March eighth. Yeah, March. Uh, yeah, it's fifty-two. Fifty-two days with fifty-two passengers leaves on March eighth. Comes back on March 29th. Actually, uh, no, this is not true. Are no, they only no, doing no. it once? No. Um, or is this something that that? No, they're doing it multiple times. Okay. But uh, that that happened to be the first one that they're putting out there that happens to start on March. And the company is TCS. TCS, Private Jet Tours. Yeah. Now, if you want to do this on a private jet, you can do it on a private jet just for yourself. So like an uh, an, uh, an An, AC, what are they here in San Luis? What are they called? Uh, 
There's I a can't private, remember the name of it. There was a private, private charter company. ACI. 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 ACI yeah. here, yeah. Yeah. I've had clients do that before. That's that gets that's very very pricey. The interesting thing is most of the aircraft that that's being done with are not doing that as their primary means of of financial gain. It's corporations or private parties that own jets that kind of sublet them. Yeah. Yeah, we're not using it cuz it's sitting it's sitting CEO, here for a week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. All right. So now so now we have uh we have Dreamstar, a, a train from L.A. to yeah. uh, San Francisco. Yep. We have TCS, yes. a round-the-world flight. Okay. Series of flights. Series of flights. Okay. And coming up after the break, you're going to take us even further with more ultimate travel experiences. The good news is yeah. we won't fall off the edge of the earth, but we'll get close. <laughs> Our guest is Fred Monroe on Hometown Radio, News Talk 920 KVEC, and FM 96.5. I'm Jim Siebert sitting in for Dave. Stay tuned. We'll be back soon on KVEC. think of too many people that I knew in 1989 that I still have some contact with, some connection with. And that's that's a long time. I mean, it's not like we get together for drinks. Yeah. Or every, Bet, you know. Betsy Nash moved back into the okay, area. Betsy, okay, Betsy. You know, and, and the last time I hosted this show, yeah. uh, Betsy was a guest. Oh. Yeah, that, and that was a hoot. That was that was that was I, a lot of fun. I actually, I, I, we can probably say this and not get into too much trouble. Betsy and I are both volunteers for stuff at KCB at, yeah. at, at um, KCBX. Yeah, she does a wine show. Yeah. And what is your your show? Is do you do music? Yeah, no, uh, Central Coast Voices. It's basically um, some somewhat local perspective on 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 business and community stuff. Oh. Talk talk about things from the gamut of the film festival to homelessness. Okay. But, wow. Uh, yeah, Just all sorts that, yeah. of issues, social yeah. issues. Okay. When is that on? That's on Thursdays at one o'clock. You do once a week or once a we, month? We have four four guests four hosts in rotation. Okay. And they I think they went to guests in rotation as a primary way of saying we could not have Fred Monroe talk every week. <laughs> So that's four what we times. got. To, yes, four, four times. Four yeah. times a anyway, month. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, okay. So, I, I have a travel trivia trivia question for okay, you. Trivia okay, question. Go Twivia? Twivia? Twivia, you wascally wagon. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Okay. What does Santa Barbara 
and the Orient Express have in common? What do Santa Barbara and the Orient Express have in common? Um, okay, here's here's my smart aleck response. Yeah. They're both highly overrated. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's a good response, Oprah, and it sucks. Yes, okay. Oprah no. lives in Bo- I What what do they have in common? There is a company called Belmond. Okay, Belmond owns the Orient Express Railroad. B e l m o n d. You know, Belmond? I believe I think it's T. A Belmont. Okay. Belmont. Okay, and, and I may be wrong with that, and right. I apologize yeah, because Uncle, Uncle Google will be, figure uh, pe- it out. People who know me know I can never spell anyway, yeah. but that'll work anyway. They own the Orient Express Railroad in Europe. Okay. The the, the original old Orient Express rate, uh, you know, um, railroad is which, indeed an operation. Which we'll goes talk about. from Paris to. Istanbul to Istanbul goes also to Prague goes to Budapest London? and we're and we're going to talk about this. Okay, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't go to you London, but you can, you can tie it together. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Okay, but the folks that own the railroad, okay, also now own the Ellen Canto Hotel in Santa Barbara, one of my all time favorite hotels. Now, where is that? Where is the Ellen? It's Canto? in the hills above downtown. Near where the Santa Barbara County Bowl is. Ah, okay. And uh, but they they operate that so hotel now. Classic. They they program. actually took that hotel over when I believe financially it may not have been doing real well, and have done phenomenal things with it. And it is truly one of my very favorite. Hotels. So you're going to tell me about the Orient Express or about this hotel or both? Well, that was all you get about the hotel. Oh, okay. Okay, because it's just a hotel. It's a ho- nice hotel in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Very high end. Very luxurious. Great from that standpoint. Okay. But they also operate the Orient Express, which is indeed an everyday ongoing train. Oh, it is now? It has been for at least 12 to 15 years. Okay. I have had clients on it. Yeah. Um, I actually, my, my, my wonderful clients actually brought me back a beautiful set of, of very high-end um, drink coasters that say the Orient Express. <laughs> coasters. Movie. Coasters, yeah. All right. They didn't bring me back the, the, the bottles, just okay. the coasters. Anyway. Uh, we have, uh, we didn't invite somebody to do this, but they must know the number anyway. We have Bob in San Luis on the... I'm on wondering the, if you, you remember on headphones. a guy... Oh, okay, hold on hang a second. Hang on a second, okay. Bob. Okay. Fred has to put on headphones here. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, Bob, here make sure your radio's turned down, Bob. Okay. All right. I'm on a phone. Yeah. Um, there used to be a guy in San Luis by the name of Gordon Crossthwaite. He was an English teacher at Laguna Junior High School, and he managed to acquire an old um, turn-of-the-century Southern Pacific executive's car. It had nothing but, you know, gigantic, luxurious seats, not that many, you know, a dozen or so, and it had, you know, the, the balcony off the back. And he would um, market trips to Reno, and he would attach it to the back of Amtrak, Amtrak. trains. Huh. He managed to have an, an arrangement to do that. Huh. Um, and uh, I don't know where it is now. Uh, he's probably passed, but it was really neat. I, I knew him because my brother was a train nut, and when he wasn't, running trains when he, when he wasn't using it very often he had to roll it on the siding where it sat 
to prevent the bearings from flattening. Yeah, yeah. And it cost, and this is back in the 70s, it cost $600 uh, to Southern Pacific for them to bring up the switcher from Guadalupe and roll it. Wow. So what my dad started doing it is with a 48 Willys Jeep with a winch (laughs) blocked solidly in place, and then with a whole bunch of block and tackle, just tons of it, he could actually roll the car because it was Rolled. on a, yeah. a flat surface. Good old Willie's Jeeps. You know, you you do bring up a good a good part of this discussion, which I hadn't planned to take this way, but we certainly can. You indeed still can rent private rail cars and arrange to and, and through a, the rail cars have to be licensed and inspected to be hooked up to the Amtrak trains. Yes, and, and his they, his had to be as yeah. well. Yep. Okay, thanks, Bob. Yep. Appreciate that. It's kind of like sounds like the old uh, what was that television program with uh, Wild Wild West? Remember that they had that that, that, that fancy, fancy rail car. Fancy yeah. rail car. Yeah. So you're going to tell me about the Orient Express? Well, real quick transition before yeah. I forget. I indeed have had clients that have rented. We've rented rail cars for them. One of them for they they met the they met the train in Santa Barbara and took it to San Francisco and then back from San Francisco to San Luis Obispo for someone's birthday. Huh. About twenty six thousand dollars. Special rail car. Huh? Am Amtrak the Amtrak charge gets sorted out by the guy that owns the car. Okay. This particular car happened to own, be owned by the fellow who was on the car and we didn't realize he was on the car because he was the chef. That oh. prepared meals for this trip. Wow! So tell me yeah. about. I'm curious. Okay. Orient Express has always been one of mine. That's that's been up there. Okay. So I want to. You, you can do it a number of different ways. Yeah. Okay. You can indeed do Paris to to Istanbul. Istanbul. Okay. Okay. Paris to Istanbul is about a five night train trip, and I'm sorry I didn't translate this into into U.S. dollars. Okay. Is um. About seven per person, seventeen thousand five hundred dollar five hundred euros, and I can tell you that train, the train runs a series of different segments of this. So what what you may be doing from Paris is going from Paris to Prague and then Prague um, out to Istanbul as they cut around different parts, um, or Paris to Venice, Venice to Prague, Prague to Istanbul. But you indeed can do. I can. I mean, I can book that train for you tomorrow if you want to. And it it runs once a week or something like that. Um, the train is pretty much running all the time, but it may not be running on the same route. And there's more than one train. Oh. And the people, the people who own uh, Belmont that owns the Orient Express also owns either owns or is the marketing arm of the folks that own the Royal Scotsman. Um, in Scotland, which is a very similar train as far as luxury level to the Orient Express. So, what was the? I've got the currency converter up here. What? Uh, what? Seventeen thousand five hundred. Actually, I'm sorry. This is not euros. This is pounds. It's British. Oh, it's British pounds. It's British pounds. Right, sorry let's about go that. Yeah. To, uh, hang on. Sorry a about that. Let's see. British. Ah, they don't have British. They have so. I guess what? What do we have to look up? British Great, Great Britain. Do we look GB. up uh, pounds or silver? Pound or? sterling. Pound sterling. GBT seventeen thousand five hundred five hundred British sterling would translate right now to a lot of money. Uh, 
24,000 okay. U.S. American greenbacks. It's a five-day trip yeah. on the Orient Express. Yeah. Okay. Blow me away with another one. <laughs> Blow me away with another one. Well, I, I'm, I'm already spending Antarctica. as much as you. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I remember one you told me uh, off air. I think let's take a break. Let's have Jim play some commercials, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the, that one that goes to one of the polls. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. You're listening to Hometown Radio on News Talk uh, 920 KVEC and FM 96.5. Radio. Jim Secret sitting in for Dave Congleton, who is on vacation. My guest is Fred Monroe. We're talking about ultimate outrageous uh, vacation trips. And, and for some reason, you want cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ultimate cold which, weather. Which is, which is the ultimate reason why I have not taken the trip we're going to talk about. There you go. So I, uh, I said to Fred uh, when we were setting the program up, I said, one of the places I'd like to... Uh, uh, chat about is uh, Antarctica, and he says, "Well, I can do you one better." I said, well, "What's what's better than Antarctica?" And it would be the North Pole. Ah, Santa Claus. I don't think Santa Claus really lives there. Yeah, I've really? seen I've seen pictures of the North Pole. There is there is no there's no significant structure there. So is that? Help me with my geography, geography, geology, geology, geo- one of the G's. Uh, Antarctica is actually uh, a landmass with ice on top of it. Yes, it is a it is a real continent. But Arctic Arctica is not. It's North just Pole it's is just, just water, ice, frozen yeah, water, frozen water. Yeah, and I can oh, go there. Yeah. What, do oh, I have to oh, fly there? Or what? No, a one a wonderful company named Penant for P O N A N T Penant P was it P O N A N T no, it's it's French. It's French. Pinot. Yeah. It's Pinot. Anyway, it's. wonderful cruise company with small ships. They they're define small. Um, well, most of them are passengers? no, a hundred and eighty oh, to two hundred and twenty-five. Really yeah, small. Wow, that's small. If if you think about it, if you're familiar with Windstar, mm-hmm. Windstar's largest ship is three hundred and fifty passengers, and that's a sailboat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they no, they have three sailboats, the largest of which is three fifty, but they also have three motor yachts oh. that are about three ten. Okay, um, and so this the the six of those, but I I can share with you that. Those are considered um, Penant and Windstar are kind mm-hmm. of in the same class of service. Okay, Penant's definitely more French, if you will. Okay. okay, yeah, and Penant also owns what amounts to an icebreaker. All right, because you don't go up to places like that unless you got an icebreaker. I would guess. Is there is there any season where the where the water where it's water and not ice? My geology and and, and 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 meteorology is not such that I'm sure I can, but I can tell you this. Well, yes and no, because actually one of the the, the sailing by, by from Penant that I thought would be the the Jim, oh. if you want something outrageous, let All me right. give you something outrageous. Okay, starts in Greenland. All right, ends in Nome, Alaska. Oh wow! Okay, 
and you don't fly between those two points. Yeah, I'm, you I'm can, imagining the, the a globe. Yeah, look at that. Okay. Wow. And I can and I'm and I have it wrong for the first sailing because they're, they're doing they're doing two or three of them. So it's actually from Nome, Alaska, to Greenland. And it must be summertime, northern hemisphere. Yeah. Yeah. And no. And well, hold on a second. Yeah, September. Okay. So <laughs> I, I started looking at the Antarctic one. And it's like no, no, that's Antarctica is January. September seems awfully late because uh, cruise ships, Carnival, Princess, Royal. Caribbean, all the blah blah blah, they quit going to Alaska in September. In September, so this leaves in September, goes across the North Pole to Greenland. Yeah, leaves from no- from Nome, Alaska, on the sixth of September. Wow, ends up in Greenland on the twenty sixth of September. Takes t- okay twenty days and makes two key stops. <laughs> On some island somewhere, so you can get off and get a no, tan? Or... No, out on the ice. Because yeah. it stops at both the, the true North Pole uh-huh. and the magnetic North Pole. Wow. Huh. And, I, and I, it seems to me the service on those little ships is incredible. Yeah, it's it's sometimes hard to describe to, to my clients because when they say, well, you know, is it posh? Is it overdone? Blah, blah, blah. No, it is just, it is miraculously well-seasoned service with incredible friendly crews. No big shows, no comedy shows, none of that stuff. Okay. I, I, I'll make a little side trip here yeah. because Windstar does not sail to Antarctica. Or 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 um, the Arctic, either pole. Okay, but they're a very similar class ship, and I've been on them a uh-huh. number of times. It happens to be one of my favorite companies to work with. Oh, um, I have not been on Penant, but the I can tell you, my rep from Penant wants to know why I haven't been on any of his ships yet. But we'll talk about that sometime. <laughs> but one of the key bits of entertainment on a on a two hundred and twelve passenger motor yacht with Windstar is on the last night on board, or the second to the last night on board, you have the crew talent show. Oh, my. The first time that my wife and I went on Windstar a number of years ago, there was a a, a staff member we'd never met. Because it turns out he was the dining room manager for the staff dining room. Okay. So the guests did not see him very right. often. Yeah, b- below decks. Okay. Is either Filipino or Indonesian, as a lot of the crew is, who had a band behind him for the talent show. The man sounded like a combination of Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr., <laughs> and he blew everybody's socks off. Yeah. Huh. So the smaller ships can be more relaxed and intimate. Right. Um, and some of them can, I mean, Seaborn and, and, and companies like that can be very, very posh and a, and a little bit overblown. Kind of white glove yes. service. Right. Okay. But, but on, on situations like Windstar, one of the things that makes it so fascinating is the technology is so advanced now that once you get on board and they take your picture and give you your, your card for your room mm-hmm. and stuff like that, Every time you walk up to anybody at any kind of desk or or platform or um, place to check in for something, they know who you are. They, they know who you With are. The RFD and yeah. and basically by the second or third day, they've polished it down. It, it's, it amazes me. We we cruise on 
Carnival, which mm-hmm. is obviously not a banal. Yeah. Uh, it amazes me how even on a ship with a couple of thousand guests, you're right. After the after the first couple of days, they know your name. It, it just it's amazing to me how they how they memorize all of those uh, guest names. Yeah. I said to a crew member one time, I said, can you stop calling me Mr. Monroe? Oh, yes. I keep looking over my shoulder <laughs> to see if my father's still right. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, you don't want me to call you Mr. Monroe? I said, no, my first name's Fred, and you're fine with Fred. And she said, well, okay, you're Mr. Fred. I said, Mr. Uh, Mr. Fred. I said, yeah, Mr. Fred. I said, that's even, that seems even stranger. Right, right, yeah. And so for the rest of the cruise, and she must have put some note in the system. Yep. For the rest of the cruise, I was Sir Fred. Oh, Sir Fred. <laughs> so I'm, you know, because because my passport is James. Yeah. I am. I'm James, James. On, on my yeah. reservation. So it's always it's Mr. James, Mr. Mr. James, James, Mr. Fitz, which is just funny to me. Um, I was gonna. Okay, this is. I'm sorry. Old age. Yes. Uh, senior moment here. I was gonna ask you a question, and I completely. I don't know why I'm telling you this because I. I don't know what I was going to ask you. I was right on the right on the tip of my tongue. Do you see it there? Is it on there? Uh, it's, no, it's, it's, it went away with the cognitive test. It went okay. away. Yeah. Okay. okay, yes. Well, you did ask about round-the-world cruising, and you kind of made it sound like that was something that, that intrigued you when oh, we first does. talked yeah. about oh, this. Oh, gosh, yes. I love to cruise. I... Easy to do. Royal Caribbean's doing it a number of times this year. They're doing it's running the gambit. I mean, um, you know, Oceana, which is a higher end cruise company. Okay, Oceana is doing it in about hundred and forty days. That seems like any from about one hundred and nine to one hundred and forty seems about seems about normal. Royal Royal Caribbean has got a a um, sailing going this year, two hundred. 74 oh days. Gosh. Speaking of Royal Caribbean, this is what I was going to ask you. We're almost okay. we're running down to time. Okay. They have a new ship coming out. This has nothing to do with Ultimate. That has over 6,000 passengers. That, to me, is ludicrous. I, I love to cruise. I'm a cruiser. 6,000-plus passengers, is that's just no I'm no not, I'm not fond of a city. No way on yeah. the planet. Yeah. No. It's out now. It's the icon of the sea. Yeah. And um, have a colleague in, who has an agency in, in uh, Napomo who was on board for the signing ceremony last oh, wow. week or the naming ceremony last week. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, I no desire for that. I, as a matter of fact, I like the smaller, by that I mean, relative speaking, the, the 1,000 to 1,500. You know, but those are going away. Yeah, you know, I refer I refer to ships like that as the Mall of America at sea. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you're right. It, it is. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Fred, thank you uh, for coming in. How do people get a hold of you? We have, we have 30 seconds. Um, travelwithfred.com works. That's easy. Travelwithfred.com. Yeah, okay. Yep. So the next time Dave is crazy enough to call me, I'll call you. We can talk about it again. We can do this yeah. again. So we'll find some other ridiculous place you've never been that we should go to. <laughs> okay. That's it for uh, Newstock Radio, uh, 920 KVEC, 96.5. I'm Jim Siebert. Thanks for listening. And uh, next time Dave is silly enough to uh, invite me to come on his program, we will do it again. Thanks to Jim Richards for handling all the buttons. And we'll see you next Dave time. Dave may be saying nevermore already. Bye-bye. <laughs>
The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.